Well, Bulls fans, how are we feeling today? We feeling that continuity? How does continuity feel for the Chicago Bulls? That's all we have to talk about because we don't know how wins feel. The Chicago Bulls lose their fifth game in a row with one game left before the All-Star break. We're going to talk about that game, talk about the game tonight, and do some more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. All right, Bulls fans, welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central, the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. I'm the host here, Hayes. You can follow me right off the top at CEO Hayes. And we suck. I, I, I really don't know what else to say. The Chicago Bulls, after putting up one of the one of the most solid first halves that I've ever seen this team play without DeMar DeRozan. Usually, this, this Bulls team, even in games that they've won without DeMar, have kind of been, it, it's been slow starts, things like that. Uh, this team came out with energy. They came out uh, uh, playing really good defense, really solid defense, getting the ball, getting out in transition, scoring the ball, all those things. Had 13 assists in the first half. I think on that point it was like 26, 27 made baskets. The Bulls were doing everything that we needed them and usually should want them to do in a game, especially missing a player like DeMar DeRozan. The problem is, is that the Bulls did everything that we have come to expect from this team over the season, either with or without DeMar DeRozan. And even the Bulls fans that say, oh, well, see, we win. Without DeMar, we win. With, with I mean, with DeMar, we win. Without DeMar, we lose. Shut up. We have been losing. We have 26 games, 26 wins on the season. That is not a season in which you say, oh, well, look, we win with this player. No, that's a season in which you say something needs to change no matter who, what, when, where, or how. Something needs to change with this team. The continued lack of heart. And I'll I, I come back on that a little bit. I will say that this team did play with more heart than what I'm used to seeing this team play with. This was just a game in which they did not have that second gear. The Indiana Pacers kept the pressure on. They never allowed themselves to get completely down on themselves and get out this game. Buddy Hill was one of the best second halves of the season that we've ever seen. Like, like it's he just came in and just executed and played. And Zach Levine, even Zach scoring what he did in the third quarter, Buddy Hill exceeded that, and that's what kept the Indiana Pacers in this game. Most of the times, with the way that the Bulls played in the first half of the game, if we had a third quarter like we did from, from Zach Levine, that puts a team away. But Buddy Hill being able to come in, match Zach Levine scoring, just be a huge piece of that team. It kept 27 points he scored, all 27 being in the second half of that game. Um, the, the, the Pacers hitting the big shots when needed, whether it came from a Naismith or whoever else, just hitting the shots that needed to be hit. Um, it, it, it the Bulls just didn't take care of business. That's just what it boils down to. The Chicago Bulls did not take care of business. Kobe White having his best game of the season, 25 points, 9 of 12 shooting. At this point, me and Pat said it over on Locked on Bulls, but if you don't watch there, it's time for for, for Kobe White to, to start instead of Io DeSumo. I did, I, listen, when you look at the thing that separated Kobe and Io that I, that I think you, you you put Io in at the starting point guard over, uh, over Kobe was – Io was better defensively. Um, still never really ran offense right. Was still never the best passer. Um, he had flashes of scoring. Um, and then when he did score, he did so in a, a very efficient way. Now, while Kobe White's shooting is in the toilet this season, he's made leaps and bounds in every other aspect of his game. His passing's better. Defense, better. Um, the way he moves in, in transition and in space, better. The like the activity, the, just the heart that he plays with. And it seems like he's at a level now where he's understanding the game and how to pick his spots a little bit more. And I, at this point, think that 
the defense that Iowa has played this season, yes, we've seen some flashes of it, but Iowa has not been the, the, the defender that he was last season consistently this season. Now, again, it could be a sophomore slump. This is not to say that Iowa DeSumo, the Bulls shouldn't re-sign him. They should do him away. He's just he's, he's going to be terrible. It's not to say that. But Kobe White and the growth that he's had and the fact that he is a threat to stretch the floor, even when Kobe's shot is not falling, guess what? Teams cannot cheat off of him because if you allow him to get hot, that, that, could, that could really hurt your team. So, and I don't expect Billy Donovan to make any type of adjustments in this game tonight against the, uh, the Milwaukee Bucks as far as changing the starting lineup. But if over the All-Star break, if I'm Billy Donovan, I'm really evaluate, reevaluating and taking a look and saying, maybe it's time to give Kobe White a start and to see if he can do any better, if we can fare a little bit better just with the addition of spacing. So often with this Bulls team, I talk about the lack of spacing with DeMar DeRozan operating primarily as a mid-range to low post score. He basically gets his points in the way that um, modern day centers get their points, but you're not going to cheat off Kobe in the same way. So if I'm Billy Donovan, I'm really considering it. I would look at over the all-star break, you know, look at the advanced analytics, whatever you need to look at, but I would really consider starting Kobe White at the point guard position over Ayo DeSumo at this point, just because of the, 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 what he, the way that he's grown his game, the, the heart that he plays with the new fine determination he plays with. And yeah, it's a contract year, and there is something to be said of maybe Kobe's just really stepping up big time because it is a contract year, and I understand that mindset behind that, but you, 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 you almost really have to at least start considering those things to see what can happen and what different um, kind of energy that brings to the lineup because, and you know, yes, Io's in a sophomore slump. Let's hope that it's not anything that is maintained and this is just who he's going to be. Let's hope he can get back at, at another offseason of looking at things and kind of get back and just rediscovering himself. But Kobe White and the growth that he has had, um, and I don't want to just, like I said, overreact to just one game. This isn't just about the one game in which he goes 9 of 12 shooting. It's about just the sustained improvement that he's had over the course of this whole season. His defense is so much improved. His passing ability so much improved. His dribbling so much improved. And I do think if being out there in a starting lineup with Zach Levine, Nikola Vucevic, Patrick Williams, uh, uh, Zach Levine, and DeMar DeRozan, I, I do think that, you know, adding that additional spacing to this team, which this team can use some additional spacing and three-point shooting um, that he does have, I think that he could benefit from it and the team can benefit from it as well. But we'll see. Like, at, at the end of the day, th this team has so many things going on wrong with it and so many things that's, that's hurting it from being the team that we thought we may be getting coming into this. The amount of blown leads, like, like it, it's, it's, it's bananas to me. That, that Last night, the second largest blown lead in the NBA this season at 24. And then what's even more concerning, the Chicago Bulls have three of the top eight blown leads this NBA season. At the end of the day, this team is not getting it done. And we all know that. And some wholesale changes are needed in this offseason. And, you know, I, I get like the mindset and the people, you know, DeMar DeRozan and we win, we lose with DeMar, without DeMar, all that. We are a 26-win team. That means that there's no player on here that has added enough wins to where they should be untouchable. And I understand why some Bulls fans have this thing where they just want to hold on to DeMar DeRozan. But at the end of the day, is this. DeMar DeRozan fits no realistic timeline for the Chicago Bulls. You can say right now, okay, he's the leading team in score. He offers us the best uh, situation and the potential to win. I, I can give you all of that. But at the end of the day, he's offered that all season long, and that's netted us. 26 wins and that's of course not just on him that's on every player on this team but that's what I mean everybody can go and anybody can go now everybody should not go this team is not going to go full rebuild retool is way more likely and the more intelligent way to go about it when you do have some talent on this roster 
But things need to change. Things need to change drastically. And so, you know, you guys know I have my preference on the Bulls moving to Rosen, and I gave my thoughts on it on yesterday's video. But at this point, no matter what AK does, I can't really hate it. Well, depending on what the moves are, but something needs to happen this offseason. And I really do think we continue to see this team get punched in the mouth and not know how to respond. It, it, it's out now. The story is out on the Chicago Bulls. No matter what lead they have against you, if you don't wither away, if you don't allow them to put you away, if you don't get too down on yourself, and you still play with heart and determination, there's a 90% chance to 99% chance you are going to get be able to get back and experience the thrill of March Madness. If you're still out on the hunt for a sports book to call home, Bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter the bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim the code BULLCENTRAL but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use the promo code BULLCENTRAL to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. Now in the game. And that's just what's hurt the Chicago Bulls over the course of this whole entire NBA season. And yeah, it doesn't look to change. We'll see the Bulls right now. You remember five games ago, we were one game below 500, hoping that this team was finally going to start making their move up the standings. These last five games were supposed to be the five games where the Bulls make some moves and play better so that they can go into the All-Star break, hopefully at or above 500. And now we sit right back where we started. We are six games below 500 with very few games left to be, what is 58 games played so far this season? We have less than 30 games left to go this season. It's, it's looking ugly. It's not, it's not been pretty. We like it's we got 24 games left. 24 games left for this team to figure it out. And it's it's they're not figuring it out. It's not coming. If you hold out that hope, it's not coming. Um, and we're gonna need some serious changes. Now, what on the line of changes, Casey Johnson has reported that the Chicago Bulls have had talks with John Wall. What does that mean? You guys know, I do think that John Wall or Russell Westbrook, who also, it seems like the Jazz have already let Russell Westbrook speak to the Bulls, the Clippers, Heat, and Wizards ahead of their buy their buyout. So uh, it's, it's, something's moving there. Um, I, I, there. Here's my thought. And I know a lot of people, oh, well, Russell Westbrook's going to bring some heart. He's going to bring some of this. He's going to do all that. And I understand that thought process, but that's where we come from in Chicago. Like, if it takes Russell Westbrook to save this Bulls season, as far as getting us into the playoffs, that's not sustainable. Russell Westbrook, I'll tell you this right now. While I'm not against the Bulls re-signing uh, John Wall or Westbrook as buyout signings, they're probably not staying with this team long term. Russell Westbrook, if he comes into this Bulls team and he proves that narrative that, the, that was built around him while he played with the Lakers was wrong and that he can still be an impact player in the NBA, he's not re-signing with a Chicago Bulls team. John Wall, if he comes back and shows, hey, no, I still got a little bit left in the tank, Highly unlikely he's going to re-sign with the Chicago Bulls in the offseason. Keep in mind, this, these are 20-game rentals we'll be getting either player for. And while OK can make us feel better for the moment this season, it really does nothing in the long run for this team. Um, and it's just, it sucks that this is where we are, that this is what it's come to. Now, as far as those rooms, I'm glad that the Bulls are making calls. I'm glad that they are doing something to try to add some talent to this team. 
at the season because they did not do so at the trade deadline. I'm, I'm okay. You get a kudo for all of that, but what is it? What does it really matter in the long run? Like I said before, there's almost nothing that this team can do to me that changes the outcome of what needs to happen this offseason. I don't care if Russ signs here and then the Bulls somehow magically get out the first round of the playoffs. Still doesn't change anything. The makeup of this team, the way that it's currently constructed, is not enough. It is not it. It does not fit. It does not work. It's not going to change. And unless you're changing the head coach, that's the only time you can really hope to hold on to a roster that isn't working if you make a change to the head coach and the head coach gets more out of this team. But guess what? This Bulls team is not changing the head coach either. It's not coming. So while John Wall, uh, Patrick Beverly, Russell Westbrook, okay, cool, bring them on for the rest of the season. It does not change no matter what comes from them being added to this team. It does not change what AK has to do in this offseason. And that is you have to move one of the big three. You have to. And if we go into next season, if we come into next season, and one of the big and all three of those uh, those players are still on this roster, no matter how the excitement goes, if Lonzo Ball's back healthier, they make some additions or they do this, I guarantee you we're going to wind up right back in this spot by this time next year again. You have to make some wholesale changes to this team. And we'll see if AK does it. If we see if AK can admit his mistakes on how this roster was constructed and the fact that it just does not work. But Bulls tonight, they have a chance to get back on track again. Not one that I necessarily think is going to come to fruition. But the Bulls face the, the Bucks tonight um, on TNT. The Bulls are still going 20 games in a row played on TNT at home. Have the Chicago Bulls won. And some Bulls fans are saying, hey, the TNT Bulls are going to be back. And here's what I've said to this. The teams that built that TNT Bulls streak had heart. The teams that built that streak that we, that we now look at so fondly of the Bulls being on TNT played with the determination. Those are teams that punched well above their weight. Things that we can't say above the, uh, about this team. So while I get it, the streak of the TNT Bulls, I think that streak is ending tonight against the Milwaukee Bucks. That's just my opinion. You guys know I'm past really uh, evaluating or predicting wins and losses for this team, but I just don't have much hope for this team coming into this game that they're going to do anything meaningful. I just don't do it. But what the Bulls need to do is the same things that we say every single day that the Bulls need to do. You need to play defense. You need to execute. You need to limit turnovers. You need to pass the ball. You need to get everybody involved. You got to ride the hot hand. Play through Nikola Vucevic. It's it's really simple things that that we know that the, that the Bulls team has been successful in doing, we just don't do consistently. We don't do it consistently, and that's what really hurts the Chicago Bulls team. That's what has continued to hurt us all this season. That's what's going to probably continue to hurt us throughout this season. You face a team in the Milwaukee Bucks that are looked at as legit championship contenders, and while we have fared better against the top teams in especially in the Eastern Conference, and we even have a win against the Milwaukee Bucks. I'm not, DeMar playing or not playing, DJJ playing or not playing, Lonzo Ball ain't walking through that door, Javante Green, they, they, they can't even walk right now. That's a bit of an exaggeration. Um, it's not, like, I don't have faith. Now, I will say, the way that this team played in the first half against the Indiana Pacers, if they can turn that into four quarters to play against the Milwaukee Bucks, they got a chance. As we know, this Bulls team can beat anyone but they will lose to anyone at the same time. So we'll see what happens with the Chicago Bulls team. It seems like they play great first halves, and then they think that they don't. Like, do you not realize you have to play two halves of a basketball game? I don't know. But right now with where everything sits with this team, I'm not in an overall good place, as you can tell by the all black today uh, with, with a little white in the hat. Um, 
I just at the I, I hope that this team finishes the season a little bit stronger, if not for anything else, but for pride, right? I hope that this team takes it seriously in the fact that you have disappointed your fan base so much this season that again, as I've said before, we believe in the losses more than we believe in the wins. And that's not on the fan base. That's on this team for how they have performed, performed, how they have uh, not shown energy, how they have shown no sense of urgency to actually save their season. Bulls fans care more about saving the season than it seems like the Bulls players do. And even Zach Levine, you know, asked about Russell Westbrook coming to the team. And the thing is, if, if, if I was the team's franchise player, if I was their highest play, play player in franchise history, and I said before the season started, this makes me want to step my game up more for the city, and, we, and we're looking at a veteran player towards the back end of his career coming in and the, the Bulls fans hoping that's what saves the season, I would take that personally, to quote Michael Jordan. And it doesn't seem like Zach Levine does. And as so many of you guys have said, and has been right, Zach Levine is not the guy to build a championship team around. He can be part of a championship team, but you've got to have a much stronger leader and a player just as good, if not better than him, with that leadership and dog mentality if you ever want to get to that with Zach Levine being one of your highest paid players. We'll see what happens, man. Um, the Rook Dale and Terry got some minutes. We'll probably get some minutes uh, tonight again. We'll see how he fares against the Milwaukee Bucks. But, hey, that's where we sit right now as Bulls fans. You guys can let me know what you think on everything down below. If you're on the podcast side, I'll tell you how you can get your thoughts into me here in a second. Make sure you're following the show at Bulls Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, bullscentralpod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related because of you guys. And like I liked in every episode on, go Bulls. Love you guys. See red, y'all. Peace. This has been a presentation of The Break Break Media. Media.